So I got a question for you guys, which is how do I get a percentage of that sweet TikTok action? That's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> do I need to be on TikTok? Do I need to have a TikTok account? Is that how this works? Uh, well, first of all, you need to be a criminal. Oh, all right. <laughs> and then you need to get yourself elected president of the United States. Uh, simple three-part plan, I see. <laughs> and step three is profit. Actually, that... There is, there is no step three. <laughs> that was my Thanks. slow Jeff Goldberg. Thanks, Jeff. TikTok, man, man. I hope Microsoft does as much with TikTok as they did with Skype. <laughs> yeah. Well, Microsoft seems like a weird... They also... I mean, is it me? or did it, that It'll press... go super well with LinkedIn. Yeah. Is that press release read super... I don't know if it's passive aggressive or just like super like my dad made me write this statement, but Something they do not like seem that. excited about it's it. Funny, I, I read it a slightly different tweak. I read it as, you know, a hostage video where they're blinking over and over again. I do not read it as sycophantish. I read right. it as smiling broadly and blinking over and over again or like talking with a fake accent so you can know that they're being forced to make this video. Right. But you feel like, you know, Satya Nadella could just be like, no, we're not buying Did you it. not notice, though, if you take the first letter of each sentence, it spells out Trump sucks. Like, I don't know if nobody had <laughs> noticed that but me. <laughs> But, oh man wouldn't that be great sure it it's got the sophistication of like fifth pretty graders. sure that's not true uh, i will tell you just as a quick random aside because that's what the show is really about, random aside is, uh, i had to apologize along with a, a radio co-host of mine while i was in college uh to a kid named andrew because when andrew was supposed to be on the show he was supposed to phone in and he wasn't answering his phone we left an increasing increasingly desperate messages on his voicemail live on the air including like clearly comedic death threats but then he got mad and decided that we were like it wasn't like hey we're gonna kill you it was like hey we're gonna cut open your organs and feed them to cows like it was just dumb it was dumb stupid radio show we had to apologize which we did and we noted that sincerity understanding caring kindness and niceness don't really exit when lex <laughs> and eli are on the air which spells out suck it andrew uh, <laughs> lex and eli are on the air so i'm just gonna put that out there who was that radio co-host of yours uh, your your high school classmate That's, Eli. Friedman. I was about to say no relation. That sounds that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I don't think the Microsoft letter spelled anything, but I can't believe that they want TikTok. I I would understand Google wanting TikTok. Like yeah. it's another place to Fa run Facebook ads and to have lots of video. Facebook. I think there's Facebook or Twitter would make sense too. Microsoft. I don't know. Microsoft wanting TikTok is is the best example of the Steve Buscemi "Hello, fellow kids" <laughs> image yeah, that I could right, think of. Right. Like the embodiment yeah. of that. And I, they think that's what it is, though, right? I mean, they want to get that audience somehow, and they think that buying TikTok will get it for them. I mean, hey, kids, enjoy doing spreadsheets in Excel. You'll love TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that will work. Synergy. But and I mean the 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 sort of cynical willingness to go along with all of this is what's so gross about it and that they would that they would just do this in order to like at the end of the day say well we got what we wanted <laughs> and not really care about anything else i don't know i mean it's no nobody's come out great in this in anything to do with the administration recently even right. apple so yeah, yeah. I, I mean the same I, thing with with yeah with the, that plant opening and, just, and tim cook gross. showing up in ivanka trump's video uh, a few yes. weeks back right like yes everybody's trying to play ball with anybody the, uh, who plays with these people is instantly gross the thing that offended me the most 
Tim Cook showed up in Ivanka Trump's TikTok, which to me was just over the line. I did not think that was okay. Strange world. <laughs> Strange jokes. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> strange world brings on strange jokes uh there was a rumor that apple was interested in getting into this whole thing uh, but they they roundly denied that yes which i believe because i have no idea why they may want to be in that business they could end up being the victim here because china has like shot back and said that they're gonna go to like cyber war with us or whatever (laughs) It's not even cyber war. That sounds way too cool. Let's not oversell it. It's like yeah. pairing off parts of the company or something. In some fashion. And the company, the company that they would probably retaliate against is Apple. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, from China's would point Apple of view. Would Apple have the ability to simply shut down there? I mean, I know at, at great expense. Well, they can't like, shut could, down their manufacturing. Yeah, there. that would be a real problem, uh, given that the iPhone's already yeah. been delayed. Like, you yeah. know, they can't make enough outside. They've started shifting a bunch of stuff to other places, but they don't have nearly enough capacity, I would guess, to meet demand for phones. And that's and and with the phone launch coming up, yeah, I don't think that there's anything they can do about that. They got some harsh words too this week from the uh, uh, Proton Mail founder, uh, which is one of the, you know a uh, a secure anonymous email service, uh, talking about how they have essentially like you know, bowed to China pressure on all sorts of things with taking stuff off the store and all that. True. Um, yeah. Not not untrue, for sure. Yeah. And this all comes on the heels of the App Store antitrust stuff, too. So it's really... They've had a heck of a few weeks here. But there's new IMAX, and everything's great. <laughs> who's uh, who's going to be first in line for these new Intel IMAX? You mean on this podcast? Yeah. No. <laughs> I have an iMac. I don't need that. I just, I don't need, I don't need a machine. I, I mean, like, eventually I'm going to need a new laptop, but uh, I don't, I bought a Mac mini. It's so, ironic yeah. that the, these new Intel iMacs cost an arm and a leg. <laughs> I think you've done that one. The jokes are just for me at this point. <laughs> I think so. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was happy to see though, that they are, they are now, uh, they now have SSDs across the line. Yeah. So the fusion drive is still an option as well. Yeah. If you want it, but, but I think they're clearly trying to, just get rid of all the spinning disk drives which makes sense i mean yeah i got one fusion drive in my apple ecosystem experience and i did not like it i regretted it right away i had one for a while and it was fine and then i spent so much time making my own on that mac mini that it really i got i learned way more than i needed to know and it went bad sometimes it feels like it's episode 1201 So the problem is with the Mac Mini is when you take it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can go all day, baby. He can. I've seen him do it. <laughs> I still can't believe you never sent me that Mini. I keep wondering why I lose audio connection. Then I realize it's because I'm shoving the keyboard um, back on the keyboard tray and it hits the mute button and everything goes quiet. Oh, so nice. that's working really well. I'm going to move that. Well, you're, yeah, you're doing it subconsciously. Yep. <laughs> right. I'm done with this. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> So, I mean, I, 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 it certainly, it makes sense to me that Apple would introduce new iMacs. I know that yeah. they really are trying to puff this up as a major update. They're not saying, hey, we've bumped it. They're saying this is like major overhaul. I am definitely curious to know if the camera changes on the iMac were predated. A more recent, <laughs> yeah. Right. 
or if it predated COVID because it, they definitely are playing it up as, and it's, it's the first time I've seen Apple in marketing copy for, uh, for their tech used, you know, in these difficult times or these unusual time style language. I can't remember exactly what I saw, but they were talking about how, you know, with people relying on video chat now more than ever. <laughs> So I'm curious about in these that. Difficult yeah, for times. customers using their iMac more than ever to connect with friends, family, and colleagues, which is their version of that, right? And so I was, I, I don't know. I was wondering I, if that predated COVID or not. I would guess no. I think we're far enough along in the cycle that swapping in a better webcam was not something that, you know, was impractical, as opposed to the last updates were the MacBooks back in May, which had probably been in the works for a few months at that point. So you probably couldn't do that change. But you know, whenever they saw those articles complaining about how bad Apple's webcams were, I'm sure they decided, okay, we could probably bump it on this iMac. And I bet you, you know, any amount that the upcoming Apple Silicon Macs will have 1080p webcams. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I also want to say, uh, to continue my ongoing complaints about Apple using this term, uh, they do say a new studio quality microphone array <laughs> enables users to capture high quality audio for improved FaceTime calls, podcast recordings, voice memos, and more. I don't believe it. Don't record your podcasts on <laughs> your built-in iMac no. microphone. Thank but you. it may be better than what it had before, but it's sure. not as I'm good as an sure. external mic. Sure. It's just yeah. what to, studio quality should mean something. You can't call it a studio quality microphone if it's not a studio quality microphone. No, no, you didn't read the asterisk. It's a studio apartment quality microphone. (laughs) Let me tell you about unlimited data plan. (laughs) Oh, man, Um, the tyranny of the asterisk. Did we ever talk about camo? No, we did not. Yes. Okay. We did talk he about camo. No. I couldn't remember if we did or not. Anyway, camo. We talked about it in our, our text chat. Yes, maybe. but maybe not we didn't on, talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. We talked about it, but we didn't talk about it on, on the podcast. You got to be a, a Rebound Prime Premium member to get access to the text chat, though. <laughs> That's just the three of us, unfortunately. We are not, not doing even that, James by the way. and Guy are in that one. <laughs> <laughs> you can call us any anytime 24 <laughs> 7. That is an expensive uh, no, plan. So camo, I'm not going to lie. Camo is an app. That will let you use your iPhone or iPhone iPad as a pro webcam. And it's like forty, yeah, forty bucks, and it works with Zoom and Meet and other video conferencing apps. Uh, yeah. And I did not. Did you guys try it? I didn't try. I it, did try it. I heard very good I things did. about it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I have to say, I was impressed with. I mean, it's pretty seamless. It just shows up then as a video input on other apps. Uh, although I did need to, like, I was trying to use it on Zoom. Uh, and it wouldn't show up. And then I realized it was because Zoom ha- actually hadn't been updated. It was like the opposite of the Skype problem. Like several updates had gone by and it had never told me. So I updated and it was fine. Showed up. The quality is definitely way better than, than my IMAX webcam. Yes. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. And I think Zoom even has an option to let you switch between cameras. You could have yeah. multiple cameras yes. going. But it's, it's, yeah. it's really good at letting you switch between a camera which uh, sounds great. Way? I mean, like, I like you could have like newscaster fun with that. Exactly. But then you go back to your to go back and forth. It's not good at. Like you can you can really easily switch to one, but then going back and switching to it again is annoying. Uh, but what I did actually to improve my video quality was I finally caved in and bought a, a light for web oh. conferencing because I'm on video conferences all day. Yeah. And it was mm. funny because I just was searching Amazon for for you know video conferencing lights, and the first thing that came up was. A book light, but it's a book light that people are using for mm. this purpose. So it was super cheap. I sent John the link, so it'll be in the show notes, maybe, along with Taskmaster. But um, nope. it's it's crazy bright. 
it works via USB and it's like super customizable. But man, I mean, I know that anybody who ever has done anything in video knows this already, but you put, you get extra brightness on your face and suddenly your video quality is way better. I don't care what camera you're using. Cameras like light as it turns out. Who knew? Hmm. Do you find it distracting? Like, I feel like that's the biggest problem. I mean, I've, I've been in, I get used to it very quickly. Okay. I've been in studios doing like TV spots and stuff and I find it it's just very, it's very off putting. Look <laughs> at me, mother. Look at this well illuminated guy. <laughs> Funky fresh. Look fellow. at me on TV. Fine fresh fellow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I so I've been thinking about doing that because I feel like I agree with you, Lex. Like when I'm on video conferences, it seems like my my office is pretty dimly lit. So the biggest problem is just finding a a place for it. But <laughs> I was gonna say you're dimly lit. <laughs> Your face is dimly lit, John. I can't stop Your doing face that. is dimly lit. Get a light. <laughs> Did we lose Lex? No, but my computer froze for a moment. I okay. can still hear you just fine. That's good. Oh, good. Yeah, because I was asking you a question it's and you just decided anymore, not to us. respond. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Sorry. What was the question, Dan? It was about uh, positioning the light. Because that was the issue I had when I tried to use the uh, camo thing. was like, well, okay, now my iPhone is a camera, but how do I? where do I put this? so that it's useful and i i pulled out i have a glyph the studio neat uh thing for mounting your phone on like a tripod and i happened to dig out an old like little mini gorilla pod that i had sitting around it's like well i could kind of like clamp this to the top of the screen but it's not really a good way to do that yeah you have to have you have to have a couple other things to make it work well yeah Yeah. it's definitely the hard part no question is figuring out the position particularly if you're going to use those outside um like if you're gonna use a phone or a, an iPad as your camera, like it's the positioning gets really annoying. Um, but what I ended up doing for the the book light thing that I'm using is it's got a clip on it, and I don't necessarily want to clip to my laptop. But there's you know, I can find like a box that's behind the laptop that I can clip it onto, and then the the gooseneck arm thing is long enough that it's fine. Mm. That's what I've been doing. Okay, all right, I'm interested. I may buy this. What else might you buy, Dan? Well, Lex, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Because me too. You know what? I get hungry. It's just a fact. I know it's true. He does. He does. Listeners, <laughs> how do you deal with that? Well, more more thirsty than hungry, but still, I am thirsty too. Yeah. <laughs> this week's episode of the Rebound is brought to you by Freshly. So I used to think that eating better meant hours of recipe research, multiple trips to the grocery store, and hours upon hours of monotonous meal prep. But you don't have to do any of that with Freshly because Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious healthy, and simple. Let's be honest, if it's not easy, we're not going to do it. And if it doesn't taste good, we won't want it. So with Freshly, you can avoid the grocery store and enjoy fully prepared dinners delivered fresh, not frozen, right to your door, which means you don't have to cook anymore. Just think about that for a second. You don't have to cook anymore. Put your feet up and relax. Stick on that TV show you've been loving, like Taskmaster. Listen to a podcast (laughs) like this one, whatever. Let Freshly's chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work all you have to do is heat for three minutes and dinner is done. I'm going to name some food thing recipes now, and I want you to try to avoid drooling too much. I know Lex gets carried away sometimes, but imagine, mm. just imagine, better for you golden oven fried chicken or creamy springtime risotto or fall apart tender beef brisket. That's oh, just man. a few, just a few of the 30 plus health conscious options that you can choose from. Join almost one and a half million satisfied customers and skip the shopping, the prepping, the cooking, the cleanup. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off their first two orders at Freshly.com slash rebound. That's Freshly.com slash rebound. I'll just say 
Freshly sent me some meals a little while back. They were pretty good. We had them for lunch, threw them in the microwave. They were done in three minutes, and it was way better than making myself the crappy salad I usually make. Uh, very tasty. <laughs> very tasty. So, I, you know, they, like... I'm usually not going to sit there making like pasta and sausage for my lunchtime meal because it takes too long. But if I can make it easily in a few minutes and it tastes really good, yeah, I'll do that. So our thanks to Freshly for their support of The Rebound. And no one else. (laughs) And all the fine fellows on The Rebound. Ah, the feisty fine fellows. Fine fellows. What was the other F now? I've forgotten. Yeah, it's hard to know what the right F word is on the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> failure john do you want to share the exciting fellowship news <laughs> the, the fellowship of the apple ring, ring. uh yeah so phil schiller our good <gasps> friend friend of the show i don't oh, know do maybe you, <laughs> do you think he'll come on now <laughs> phil schiller is uh is moving up on moving on up john sort please. of out or over at least to being an apple fellow so he's still he's still going to run the uh, the app store at least for the time being and uh, Apple events as well. Greg Greg Joswiak. Yeah. Did you say that I name like you did senior not vice, know it? Senior vice president of Mark of Worldwide Marketing. Yeah. No. I think it's interesting that so we kind of saw this way back when a little bit not quite the same with Bob Mansfield when he left and then yep. he got like pulled back in to do special projects, which is I assume they kind of said to Phil like you know. Bill, we know you're you're looking to retire maybe or dial back your investment, but like we really, you know, pick a couple things that you want to work on. <laughs> and it's interesting to me that the app store is essentially a part-time job. Is that kind of what that come out comes out as? <laughs> yeah. Like is that that surprising though? I guess What do you think no. it is? Do you think is this is this Phil's desire to keep a foot in the Apple world or is it apple wanting to to make the transition as slow and delayed as possible is this just like investor reassurance like look we still have well i've seen suggestion that it's sort of face saving to make sure that people don't think that it's some sort of like he's getting moved out on purpose because of to show that it's uh, the antitrust stuff and the the stuff i don't buy that i don't buy that i mean i I don't i don't completely i mean i think you they could have been concerned that it would look that way. I don't think that that's actually what's right, happening. Because it, but, this, this must have been in the works for a while now, right? Phil Schiller has yeah. been there for, you know, 20 plus right. years. He's not just going to decide and let everybody know with two yeah. weeks notice that he's <laughs> retiring, yeah. right? Like, Yeah, no, I mean, I just think it's more of a like, we, we don't want it to look like that because that's not what it is. Yeah, I think there's two things here. I think one... They do. They. I think it's kind of insulation against Eddie trying to reclaim the App Store part of me things. <laughs> uh, and that that we definitely don't want. And two, I think part of it is that even though Phil is the marketing guy, and as several people pointed out, product marketing at Apple is kind of it's a big thing, right? It's not just about ads or whatever, right? It's not just about marketing copy. It's really closely involved with product design and all that. So I, and it's it's the people whose job it is to police anybody who puts in an indefinite article before any <laughs> Apple product name. You have to call it iPhone and not that's the a, iPhone. All Phil is doing now. It's like yeah. 24-7. No, I think part of it is that the App Store always seemed a little bit weird to have under Phil, like to have under marketing. But Phil made sense because Phil has like an outward-facing guy. I think that there's something in his, I don't know, demeanor, for lack of a better word, that made him a, a good choice for that. And I'm not sure there's a great replacement. I mean, I'm sure Jaws could do it, but it, I feel like yeah. it was more something that was attached to Phil than it was attached to his department. So, and right. then combine that with the fact that the other thing that he's still on the hook for are Apple events. 
Um, and they specifically called out... Seems especially easy right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they especially called out in the press release that he basically spearheaded the whole, like, switching WWC to a virtual lineup. And I think, you know, it's... Which probably was not hard. I mean, not easy. Yeah. I mean, and I think Phil has been what doing was. event stuff for so long that that's a big part of it is, like, he's kind of synonymous with that. And that's a big... You know, I, I think that is a big job right now. So that's sort of a transition thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet that within two years that he has stepped back from those things as well. But I think that some of it yeah. is maybe just not to overload Jaws as he, you know, steps up. Right. And right. potentially even stepping back from those things without an announcement, right? Just right. stops doing them. Yeah. I mean, you know, as he pointed out. That's that, how I do things. As he pointed out, he was like. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. stop doing them. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 302. Look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be That's all about where the hell were the show notes from the last episode yeah. i think phil you know he's like i think he said in the press release he's 60 now and he's just looking to like do other stuff i don't blame him I mean, he's been doing this for a long time and i'm sure it is a a very intense job that he would be happy to you know move on do, do other stuff go design uh whatever johnny's doing <laughs> gonna get into business with johnny and his design studio <laughs> that still works for apple but not really mm. I think he's just gonna he's just gonna have cars. He's just gonna get more cars. That's probably it. I mean, yeah. there's no limit, no limit on the number of cars you can have. <laughs> no, no, not with the way the stock's going. So now, yeah, now the company is is worth more than Saudi Aramco. Yep, and they and they split their stock. Congratulations, Apple. But they, you know, but according to Tim Cook, they're they're still very beset by um, tremendous amounts of competitive pressure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Saudi Aramco coming up right on their heels there doing its own app store. I, no one saw that coming. <laughs> How many billions do we say that Apple has in the bank these days? They've actually got less in the bank because they've been trying to basically spend it down by essentially repurchasing their stock mostly, I feel like. Yeah. So it's still a lot. It's still like $120 billion or something, but that's down a fairly substantial amount from its highest point, which I think was over $200 billion just money lying around in some giant pool like Scrooge McDuck style. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how many how many $1,500 IMAX could Apple buy with his cash in the bank? I think it's like $80 million, <laughs> roughly. Is that enough to curious. tile your entire house? Or <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It would at least get the basement covered. Good. All right. You don't want to have an un-IMAX think- basement. Well, one, one problem that I think that they would be spending more time, and I know they're working on it um, because they have just... I believe now they're making iPhone 11s in India, but Mm -hmm. it seems like that whole thing, the fact that they are so tied to China and it's starting to create a fair number of problems for them that they would work on that a little bit harder. I think, I mean, here's the thing. (laughs) Throw more money at that problem? I don't know. Here's the thing with that issue is I think they are probably doing a lot of that, but I think the problem is money makes that easier, but there are all it doesn't make it fast because the amount of stuff you have to build up not only the actual like factories and all of that but the supply chains and like everything that connecting those things um so you can get your raw materials and you can turn them into phones you can do the final assembly like getting all those things and then distributing it like that is a big challenge and i'm sure they are working a lot on that but like and I it's wonder if they have quick. exclusive um, relationships with certain vendors from China. Like they, they contractually mm. can't get. Well, stuff that's one place where places. money can get you out of stuff, right? You throw enough problem, well, money at something, and you can probably get out of any contract. If you, yeah, if you can buy your way out of it, sure. I mean, with again, hundred twenty billion dollars, feels like you probably yeah. can. 
I'd like to I'd like to have that problem. I'd like to be able to try and find out. We also didn't talk, I don't think, because we the results happened after our show last week, was um, yeah. the news that the iPhone 12 is going to be delayed, coming right from the horse's mouth. It was strange <laughs> that they had Mr. Ed on the investment <laughs> yeah, results. It's very weird. <laughs> Wilbur! That's a joke for <laughs> the 60-year-olds <laughs> yeah, in our audience. Three olds out there. <laughs> oh, come on. A kid's my age watching Nickelodeon and Mr. Ed. Did you just say kids your age like I am not your age, Lex? <laughs> Yes. He did say that. You jackass. <laughs> Thank you. Jackass a was a show on MTV that's also before your... No. Mm. <laughs> We're doing our picks? Yeah. No, I was going to the iPhone delay thing. I mean, are you guys... Does that impact your plan? I mean, John, you were already thinking about buying a new phone, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing at this point. <laughs> that's, well, that I'm shows. sure I'm going to see shows. it, yes. and I'm probably going to want it, and... We'll 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 make that evaluation when it happens. It doesn't seem like you know. I mean, it seems like a bad year to be buying two phones. So. Does it? I mean, not for Apple. It's the year of a guarantee. I think I'll wait until after the election and see what happens. <laughs> it's a year of a guaranteed victory for Joe Biden. Oh my God! Stop why. it! <laughs> wow. I don't know. I'm with John. Son I'm with John on this one. Like, I don't believe in the whole fate thing, but I do believe yeah. that there's such a thing as tempting fate. Yeah. <laughs> Lex apparently believe, does not, since this is the second time he's done it. I believe the United States of America is well beyond tempting fate at this point. <laughs> Just like it's tempted, it's here, it's horrible. We want no, out. It doesn't affect me in any way other than, you know, thinking each year I think, oh, I probably won't swap out for the new phone because I really do love this phone that I have. Like, I really like it. Um, but then I remember that I'm on that iPhone upgrade program and, like, why not just swap it out? I, there's two, one thing I guess that annoys me about my current. What do I have? I have the same phone as Dan. iPhone 11 Pro. 11 Pro? Yep. Is that what it is? Yeah. I always get confused about which noun or adjective or whatever becomes the larger version because it's not that, but that's the Max, right? That would be the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Pro Max. Yeah. But this one, you know, Apple said in early, like March era COVID worries, like, hey, here's the cleaners you can use on your phone screen. And I did, and my phone screen has never been the same. Oh, really? <laughs> like, it, yeah, it definitely has, like, just like, almost like worn marks or areas. Maybe it's like areas where it's less oleophobic than it used to be. Mm. And so that's, it, it, you cannot see it at all when you're using the phone. It's totally fine. But when the phone's off, it's like, oh, right, there's those weird spots. You know how like older, maybe even current uh, Mac laptops can get the areas where your wrist like wears away yeah. some of the sheen a little bit or it adds too much shine or something? I basically have that in a couple places from, I think, using those cleaners on my phone. Wait, so like, so I two questions. Like, what cleaner, A, what cleaner were you using? And B, how often were you cleaning your phone? Steel wool. <laughs> no. <Yep>. Uh, good <laughs> choice. No, nope, that's fine. I was using whatever um, Lysol things they said were okay, like Lysol wipes okay, or Clorox wipes, maybe, whatever it was that they said. But I think that, you know, there are different variants of those, and I think the ones that I had were just rougher mm. than mm. ideal. But they didn't say, like, only use these or whatever. They said, you can use Clorox style wipes, and I used the ones that we had in the kitchen, <laughs> and I think they were too rough. How often were you cleaning your phone? Mm, I don't know. Twice a week, maybe. Okay. I, you know, I, I spent a long time thinking I didn't really care much about the whole phone thing, but I did take two basically cleaning it once a week after I did my weekly grocery store trip because I always have my phone out when I'm in the grocery store because it's got my list on it. And I just yep. took a... I had just been using like sort of like isopropyl alcohol wipes and I haven't had any problems of that variety. So I think, yeah, you were, you were Cloroxing too hard there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure I was. But so, I mean, it doesn't... So I would say this delay doesn't affect me in any way other than I actually think I got my... I recall I bought this phone late. Mm. 
So I'll get like a full year out of it. I did order some other iOS products recently. Though. So question, oh, question before that, you're not, a, you're not on the upgrade plan, are you? I am. Okay. I'm yeah, on that. Just, I'm yeah, on that. that. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was, I was, I was blanking for a second because that's the thing is for muting your audio again. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 300 episodes. 300 Jeez. straight episodes. No, I was going to say, I think what's interesting then is for those of us who are on the upgrade program, but didn't buy our phones late last year. So I guess that means you get slightly less value. I guess like, I guess we're paying an extra payment probably. And then next, the real question then is next year, if it shows up early, usually I feel like they grandfather you in, even if it's like, you haven't quite made your payment yet. They'll make you like you, you're eligible, but you'll still have to pay as though you paid a year's worth. Yeah. That would be noxious not to. Yeah. I mean, right. So I guess we'll see, but I'm not, I'm not too worried about it one way or another. I like this phone a lot like Lex, uh, but I also imagine that I will be upgrading because I have every year and I'm on the upgrade plan. So I stop now. Yeah, exactly. I do really love the phone. Uh, but so I was, I was mentioning, I was alluding to the fact that I've ordered some Apple products recently. And I have a couple thoughts on this. One was that I had, we ordered an extra MacBook air, a 13 inch air space gray, of course. Um, basically because at least some, if not all of school is going to be remote and really felt like we needed another Mac laptop in the house so that arrived it also shipped i think because uh my wife is a teacher so she gets to use the education discount so the the deal was you got free airpods and you could pay to upgrade them to fancier airpods by virtue by meaning you know the uh the ones with the charging case or you could pay even more and and get what are they called the newer ones airpods AirPods pro Pro. like your iphone 11 pro and the AirPods Max. Uh, and so, you know, I took just the free ones and gave them to Sierra in exchange for Sierra um, taking more care of the dog, by which I mean picking up dog shit. And so <laughs> then, due to the massive, overwhelming success of Rebound Prime, available wherever Rebound Primes are sold, specifically prime.reboundcast.com, I decided I was going to get uh, the iPad Pro because I really want to get the Magic Keyboard for iPad Pro. And I have the original 12.9-inch iPad Pro, and it is still great, but I'm on my second Logitech keyboard case, and it's starting yeah, to disintegrate. how old is that device? That device is kind of old now. Yeah, it is. It's. I mean, it's whenever the original iPad Pro came out, it's from then. Yeah. Like, I got it right when it came out. Okay. So I got that, and that also came with free AirPods. <laughs> and I don't wear AirPods. And I was like, you could choose not to get the free AirPods, but that seemed dumb. So I got those shipped to the house too, and they're literally still in the cardboard box uh, that UPS delivered them in. So you uh, want to know which come, one of us, which one of us wants them? Yeah, I'm going to give them away to a Rebound Prime member. <laughs> it's me, <laughs> but but five the, years. It's five those, years old. Each time those AirPods have arrived in one day, overnight. Uh, the laptop took like three weeks to arrive. The iPad Pro will take four to five weeks to arrive, and the wow. iPad, the Magic Keyboard will take three to four weeks. So I don't understand why. I, I'm, I don't know if it's COVID or if it's just supply chain. That, that lag time when you get that keyboard but don't have an iPad for it. Oh, it's going to be a rough week. I'm not going <laughs> to sit there typing on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can imagine how sturdily this will hold an iPad. I'm going to try to cram my 12.9-inch iPad mm, in there yeah, and see what happens. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I gather so, maybe just relative popularity of those things. I guess. And I, I'm assuming they're still supply chain constrained from social distancing and whatever else. Yeah. But I don't know. Makes me wonder about I the, know. you know, again, shipping new products, right? Like the iPhone being delayed is fine, but like, how, are they going to be able to ship them in volume? Same thing with Apple Silicon Max, right? Where it's like, presumably you're spinning up a whole new production line for that kind of stuff. Uh, how is that going to impact 
what's available and how long it takes people to get stuff when they order it. I don't know, but it's, it is interesting because this, this seems to be a big challenge for something that Apple is usually pretty much on top of. Just like I am on top of this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Very interesting. Both, both Moltz and I are amazed and interested. <laughs> Stunned, Stunned silence. silence. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you both. I didn't have any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to write down fuck you both as a title, but I wish I could. <laughs> We gonna do our picks? Yeah. No, Dan does. Yeah. That was this. That was the guttural noise Dan of Dan left, not wanting us to do. I wasn't. I was drawing a breath to tell you about my pick this week. God damn it, Dan! Would you like to go first on picks? <laughs> is your pick picking on me? Is that what's happening? <laughs> that is. I'm changing my pick. My pick is picking on Dan. <laughs> this is the worst. I hate everything. <laughs> my pick this week is. I was looking for, so a thing that we started doing in my family due to all the pandemic stuff is that one of my cousins has started putting together videos for everybody's birthday. So she'll like send out themes and everybody will record like quick clips and then she'll edit them all together and we'll do a Zoom call and she'll share the video with us. And so this week she gave me an assignment that required some like, I've been trying to like ramp up the post-production stuff. So like one of them was a mystery themed a couple weeks ago. And I filmed one with the uh, iPhone camera with my wife and I, where it was filmed in black and white and added like film grain and stuff in iMovie. So it looked like a, you know, like a classic 1930s black and white movie. So that was a lot of fun. And this week she was asking me for something that looked like kind of found footagey. And so I was like, oh, cool. I'll go look on and see if I can find like a VHS camcorder filter. And so I came across mm. a, uh, an app uh, called Rare Vision VHS, <laughs> which is on the App Store, which is, I think, like, four bucks and it does the you know so it adds the whole filter it has the little date thing you know it it oh, makes cool. it look like a classic vhs and it's it's pretty cool looking actually so i mean gimmicky for sure but like it, you know in a case like this i was willing to shell out four bucks to play with this and and record a video in it because who doesn't love classic vhs <laughs> terrible terrible <laughs> videos afterwards i'll send it to legacy box and see if they can convert it back to this right you spent all that time getting it you know getting it put made digital by legacy box and it's a nice nice format and then you're gonna ruin it it's like a game of telephone basically yeah right so that's my pick i hope you're happy i like it that's cool this is not my pick but i will mention i i picking uh, eventually avail myself of the final cut pro trial that they made available during quarantine times i hadn't used final cut pro in years the last time i used it i still worked at cracked.com and demand media so it was a thousand years ago i think but i downloaded that trial and had been using it because i needed to help out a friend with a video project and it's really good i was thinking about it when you mentioned your vhs stuff because there are similar filters built into final cut pro and i learned how about the third party final cut pro filter ecosystem that's a fantastic app for video editing it's really quite impressive so i just wanted to mention that not my pick john what's your pick i incidentally i just want to mention that lex managed to uh, correctly name a product that ends with pro when we're all very impressed <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> dan's pick is picking on lex my pick is unwrap uh, which is uh, an app. I guess it's for it's just for any iOS device, but it, I've been using it on the iPad. It seems like it would be difficult to use on the iPhone, but maybe you could do it. Um, it is for learning Swift, and yeah. it it steps you through. It's fairly basic, but I wanted something that was basic, but not as basic as Playgrounds, um, because that little hoppy thing kind of annoys me, and I feel like that whole <laughs> production makes everything take longer. 
Um, and so I was trying to find something else. And this is uh, it's not perfect, but it's but it's quite good. And it gives you it walks you through, you know, like here are the kinds of variables you can use and stuff like that uh, at the beginning. And um, then it gives you a little like a little quiz. I wish it would do more practical things where you'd have to type in things. Um, but uh, I still think it's pretty good. And it was exactly the level that I wanted it to be at. So cool. You work on an app. I'm just I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, no, I, he's not really doing it. I've done this nine million times. You, you, you ought know? to be pretty good at it by now. <laughs> I'm going to learn Swift. I'm going to learn Cocoa. I'm going to learn Visual Basic, and uh, it never does never goes very far. I but. will say I have spent a lot of the pandemic dusting off my PHP skills to do various like oh, web nice. hacky things, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I I miss that. I miss elements about programming that are not as easy to achieve in other parts of my professional life where it's like oh you know i've got to write a book like it's a giant task it it takes so Mm -hmm. much work whereas like oh i need to solve this little problem i wonder if i can write a little script to do it it like it gets you that that endorphin hit or whatever for like being able to like solve something and i feel so much better when it's like oh i made an app that does this it's a stupid little thing but i successfully solved this problem (laughs) right i had i ended up with a bunch of spam in one of my website you know one of my wordpress installs and some website i can't remember which one but like i think it was like one or two two years ago i think Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. went, went through and wrote a bunch of uh, SQL scripts to get rid of it all, and I was so proud of myself. It was <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> this is this is another reminder that our show is kind of like ATP, but we're dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I was once employed as a full time programmer. As out there. I I was as well. <laughs> it's funny because there were a couple projects that I think could only happen for me now because of quarantine. Like even frankly, just the coding that went into making Rebound Prime work was not super crazy coding but like i had the time and quiet to do it because of you know not having to commute three hours each day or three hours total each day and i had to do a project for work that actually that ended up involving coding i was like i can do this because i'm at home and it's quiet so i i totally feel you on the fun of doing php while stuck at home i think last week i used episodes as my pick does that sound familiar dan oh that one yeah it was pretty good but uh, i i really have been enjoying episodes on netflix and my other two picks are are very old things but things that i've been enjoying watching with my oldest who is 13 anya but uh we shows you've all definitely heard of but uh we are re-watching anya is watching friends on the hbo max app and that's a joy and by the way if you are like me and have an amazon fire tv you can google for instructions to install sideload the hbo max app since it's not currently available on Amazon Fire. H- HBO Pro Max, Lex. Yes, HBO Max Pro. And then uh, she and I are also watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Hulu. And those are both enjoyable rewatches. They hold up. I would say Friends has a, a little bit of a problem with like homophobia as a general underlying theme of the show in many episodes. But now we can just laugh at them instead of with them. So it still works. <laughs> but yeah, those are my picks. I will add to that. I started watching which I think John may have also started watching not that long ago, Doom Patrol on oh, yeah. on HBO Max as well. Uh, I've seen like three episodes of that. It's pretty good. I'm sure we'll yeah. talk about it on that other it's show. Nutty. It's, it's very bizarre. Nutty. Yeah. I haven't gotten that far into it, but I, I think a little further than you, but um, it, I enjoyed it I, and I want to get back to it. And so I accidentally think I got farther into it than I meant to. Yesterday, this was a weird experience, technology related. I was playing an episode last night and I was listening to it on my AirPods because my wife was working in the living room and um, she finished and I paused. And I like had a few minutes left. I'm like, that's fine, whatever. Eventually, the Apple TV went to sleep as we were talking and I just went and turned off like everything with my universal remote. 
This morning, I could have put my uh, AirPods in and they, you know, it does a thing where it immediately resumes like, and it picked up the oh. connection and it started playing dialogue. I'm like, what the hell am I listening to? And I like check my iPhone. It's not paired to my iPhone. Check my iPad. It's not paired to my iPad. I was like, oh no, it's paired to the TV. So I turned the TV on thinking it resumed that episode. <laughs> nope. It, at some point just kept oh. going and watched the it was into season two of that show <laughs> like like three episodes in season two so it watched about 15 episodes overnight and now they're all marked as watched in hbo max oh. which is oh. super annoying because i don't know how to turn yeah. like reset that it's i actually have an annoyance with and i think i mentioned on the show that netflix got better about that where you can like tap and hold on stuff and yeah. undo where it thinks you are but I've been having an issue with Netflix with episodes because those are shorter episodes, right? <laughs> Literally, but they're 30 minutes long or 20 something minutes long. And I, you know, I watch that show in tiny little bursts when I have time. And if I get to like 25 minutes through a 28 minute episode, it's not over. Oh yeah. But when I go back to Netflix, it's like, let me start on the next episode, which it never yeah. does for an hour long yeah, show. Right. Hulu does that too. And it drives me berserk. It's like, Oh, you got far enough. And it took me a little while to realize it, but then I was like, wait a second. David Schwimmer showed up and there was nothing happened. And I, I saw what episode and I backed it up and it was like, it, I could see like the little red progress bar was 90% of the way through 93% of the way through and had to go back and watch the ends of several episodes of episodes, which was, very it must annoying. be basing it on like a percentage completion or something that's weighted towards yeah. hour long yes. shows, but it's stupid. Yeah, I agree. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like same thing happens to me sometimes when it's like, I want to catch something in the credits sometimes. And it's like, Oh no, you can't watch the credits. We're on to the next episode. And then you try to go back and like, all right, let me just jump back to it. It still says the progress bar is like really close to being done. Cause it's just the credit. Nope. You got to start the whole yeah. episode over again. <laughs> right. Yes. I hate that too. And HBO yeah. max, I find likes to put stuff over like on, on the iPad. If you're watching friends, I'll use this as my example. When you get to the end of the episode, friends almost always has an end credit scene mm-hmm. uh but hbo max will be like hey get ready to watch the next episode here comes our countdown to it whatever on a tv at least on the amazon fire app for it it's like a whole full screen overlay and i i still have not like tested what happens if i press the back button or something does that get that to go away because i don't want to mess up seeing the last <laughs> minute scene and then have to fast forward through the whole freaking episode so but it's like the full screen overlay when there's still content there is unacceptable yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of problems with watching videos and apps. There really are. Yeah, I had a hell of a time trying to because because that was happening to me on the Hulu app. I was, I've been binging Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I would be making dinner or something like that, and I would like dinner would be done, and it'd be like I'd have like a minute and a half left in the episode, and so I'd stop it, and then I go back and I would start the next episode, and then just trying to figure out in the Hulu app, which I finally did. You have to rotate the iPad, and mm. then it'll show. It'll show the list of previous episodes, but just like trying to go to the list of that season for that show was anything that involves reasonably difficult rotating the iPad in order to do yeah, something like, is just that's that's obnoxious. I did it by accident. And then I, and then I was like, oh, that's how it works. By the way, rotate this show for our special bonus episode. <laughs> Was that the end of the show right there? Are I thought it'd be funnier. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I thought it was well. a funny joke and Lex didn't care for it. That's fine. They're not all going to be winners. I liked it. No, but you have to lean into the microphone. I liked it more than you guys liked my other You have to lean into the microphone and laugh like, ha, 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 ha. Like, that's how we know. (sighs) Social distancing. (laughs) 